Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How do you not know That's how a total it, lie how, in D. Gordon's case because this stuff's injectable. Yeah. I, you don't accidentally turn yourself into a pincushion. And then, but if that's, but okay, just hypothetically, that's the case. They have no idea how it entered their system. Then who is giving it to them that on purpose, without telling them behind their back that this is going to, in you know, there's then there's a whole different area there the, the, going on that that somebody is actually literally you know sabotaging your career. Well, no, they, these guys Which if they're taking sub, it, it's just like the NFL. If you're taking a supplement before you take it, you run it through your medical right. people, you're and you're like, to. "Am I allowed to use this?" Yeah. Okay, what was uh, uh, the tennis player, Sharapova? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they sent me something and said it was illegal, but, you know, I kind of didn't read it. And, no, Sharapova. You know, it's nothing like no, that. that was her fault. Her fault was that she was taking it. It wasn't on the list. But then they added in it to July, the list. In July, in January, they added it on the list, and then she goes to play in the Australian Open, and she didn't pay attention that it was on the yeah, list. Yeah, because they were telling her months before, yeah. and it was something that's prescribed by Russian doctors. Right. Well, okay, not every Russian doctor, obviously, but you know the Russians were are it's a huge scandal but, with mean, them goes, cheating in the that Olympics. Goes back to the, the whole when this whole thing started with McGuire, uh, when he was what he was taking and Andrew and Andros, yeah, Androstindio, and that wasn't on the list, right? And then the reporter found it in his locker, and then they started. You know, yeah, and then he was like, "Oh, was. Blah, 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 blah. but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a performing enhancing drug according to Major League Baseball." Then they did the. You know, they figured out that it was, and that started the whole thing. But technically, right. he was not taking an illegal substance at the time. At the time, well, now Sharapova wasn't the, either, and but she was stupid enough not to realize that they just added it. They to changed the, list. the rules, yeah. yeah, and that's that's her own fault. But she knew she was taking that drug. We're, we're, these guys, these guys, D. Gordon and uh, Calabello, are saying, "Well, I have no idea how it got in my system," and. They have. They're not admitting that they were even taking it. Well, how do you, how do you take something? What are you putting in your body? I mean, are you taking are you are you taking somebody's expert opinion and saying, okay, you need to take this handful of pills every day and work out this much, and and you go to your personal trainer and they're saying, and you're just believing everything they say? And well, no, I think what what probably if you're swallowing if, a bunch of vitamin D. If what you say is true. If there's a list out there, and I don't know where you heard this. I, I haven't heard this. But if there's more names coming out next week, right, what I think that that means is that they, they – I read it on the Internet. and Oh, so yeah, it must be true? So must okay. Be true. Oh, everything on the Internet is true. I get it. Um, what happens is you update your testing, mm-hmm. you know, and you make it more precise. So if, if these guys were doing this and never getting caught – and all of a sudden, now they're getting caught for it. Well, okay, they updated the test and whatever supplement they're taking. And by supplement, I mean, I, I think of these like protein powders you buy at GNC or right. something, yeah. right? If there's something in one of those all of a sudden, then I would think the league would have already told everybody, you can't take this, you can't take this, you can't take this. And you could check on all this stuff. So anybody that's, you know, uh, you know bagged on this, 
I, you know, I don't know who they're taking advice from. Right. But this is no accident. There's no accident that that you know D Gordon is is found with this bizarre uh, steroid thing. Well, yeah, because what you have to do is like, some chemist actually moves a molecule around so that it doesn't do this and it doesn't do this. I mean, it's the science. You could I looked this stuff up. I spent about an hour on the internet looking all this stuff up, and I'm no chemist. You know, I have no interest in like you know cooking meth or something, but. You know, when you when you see how simple some of this stuff is, and it doesn't do this, and then the, the article that, uh, was it Victor Connie or something from mm-hmm. the Balco guy last week? Right. Oh, you can get this stuff. It's out of your system. From 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. Yeah. If, you, if you're selling this to people, right, and they believe you, and they start taking it, and now they're getting bagged, well. That was Victor Conte's point. He's like, well, you're using a bad chemist because any really good chemist will be able to keep you out of the loop. So everybody should be calling me, yeah, and not these other guys. I, I don't know. I mean, it's. I hope it's nobody on our teams. I well, really, I, I really and hope it isn't. I, I that that always comes into my mind too. Is like when uh, when I saw the first blurb about the Dodger pitcher that was likely headed to AAA anyway. Uh, he's he like broke right his now. arm in a car wreck. Yeah, um, but that was my first thought. I was like, you know, it's still prevalent, and I just hope it's. None of our guys, you know, because apparently it can happen to anybody, and it's still going on, and, you know, you just have to worry that, you know. I mean, you look at, you, you got a guy in Toronto, you got a guy in Miami, you got a guy in L.A., Yeah, three different organizations. I don't know what was in, like, the guy in L.A.'s thing, and I don't know, I, I never looked up what they said Colabello had in his system. But he was like, look, I've always been clean. I worked so hard to get in this game, la di da di da And he was actually, I thought, pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how this got in my system. All right, well, somebody made you a milkshake. That's what I'm saying. Right? Where, I mean, if, if it did, you if didn't you get it from no McDonald's. Idea. You didn't if get you it from no Chicken McNuggets. It in your system, then, well, A, you're too trusting about every all your trainers that you're hiring in order in your workout regime and everything that you're doing that says here's just a protein shake and you're taking it or you're completely full of crap. I don't know. I mean. Because you know what you're taking. I, I really wish I knew more about this because Adam Dunn was tweeting something about eating hundreds of chicken McNuggets. And I'm like thinking, does he mean that like because you feed steroids to chicken, eventually the steroids are going to get into you if you have enough. It's yeah, like the poppy a, seed but, thing with right, the bagels. For the opioids, right. right. Yeah. Yeah, and you're going to test positive for opioids if you eat too if you many eat too Chicago many... style hot dogs yeah. with, with poppy seed buns. Yeah, poppy seed buns. Yeah, that I mean, don't get me wrong, that is a possibility. But is how it? much do you have to? Yes. Well, if but how much do you have to eat? But then, but you have to also take into account there's still a level. It's not. It's not zero tolerance. Well, there's yeah, a there's level a level that has to be exceeded, and and so, it's it's more than one level. Like yeah, it's I mean, like your your estrogen level should be at a certain thing when your testosterone level is at another thing. And what D. Gordon was taking was something that the testosterone didn't get converted to estrogen. So if your testosterone is really high, but your estrogen is really low, then that's artificial. So I believe that they test everyone and they have baselines on, on every player where you're Hutch, and so you know your A level is here, and your B level is here, and your Z level is here. And if you take a test and those levels are all out of whack, well, okay, right, something something happened, something's wrong. 
Right. So to, to say somehow, well, you don't have a good chemist, I think that that guy is part of the problem. Part of the problem are people that are saying, look, I can help you make money. Give me $5 million. I've got a surefire way for you to like be Mark McGuire and not get caught. Mm-hmm. And guys buy into it. Right. I, I don't understand it. DeRosa's argument is like, look, you can't just have a triple-A hitter and give him steroids, and all of a sudden he's going to go in the majors and hit 700 home runs. It doesn't work like that. The, you know, you have to have skills, and it's the skills that make you a ball player, and it isn't. He's kind of poo-pooing I the entire notion that I you're going to get your performance enhanced. Right, but that's the thing. Conforto, or, uh, Calabella wasn't hitting on pace to hit 700 home runs. but Well, neither D was Gordon. D. Gordon. D. Gordon wasn't going to hit, but it, it, that's what I said last week, too. Pitchers are on it, too. Steroids, you know, because uh, apparently uh, this pitcher, the minor league pitcher. The Dodgers guy. Something completely different. Raven, I think. I didn't read one, but it wasn't, you know, it's not. All three of these guys that are just have just been recently banned. Um, have been suspended. Used, suspended have been used have used something different. They're all, they've all been different. There's so many different PEDs out there for different things, whether it's injury or or it's bulking muscle. So uh, the guy from MLB that you're saying, you know, his argument is kind of stupid because it's like, well, no, nobody's – not everybody's doing it to hit 700 home runs. They're doing it to overcome an injury, to continue their career. To, well, they're doing it to, or, to have more stamina. Right, they're doing whatever. it to have more spark. D. Gordon needed to put, add weight and muscle because he was like 140 pounds. Right, and now he's 170. Right. Okay, well, 20 pounds of muscle – or, you know, for that guy and for him to be able to keep it on. And now, look, he's a batting champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melky Cabrera, right, was batting. He was hitting like 350 when he got dinged uh, with the Giants. And now these guys are all out of the playoffs if you make it. Well, I don't know what a big piece of the puzzle Colabello was to Toronto, but it doesn't look like the Marlins are really going to make much of a move. Right. You just lost uh, your leadoff hitter, one of the few true leadoff hitters in the game. You know, how does he steal so many bases? Right? Night after night after night after well, night. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, pitchers use it for stamina not to bulk up. Batters and to recover. Use it to bulk up. Yeah. <coughs> but so, that's why there's so many different synthetic drugs out there, and they're all on the list. So to say, well, you need talent too, not just, you can't just take these drugs and all of a sudden be able to hit 700 home runs. Well, yeah, that is true. But you also, if you have talent, but your body breaks down quicker than you're taking drugs or or PEDs, and then those are another reason to take them. So his argument doesn't necessarily make sense because there's different reasons to take them. Yeah, I mean, so what you're basically saying is, well, you had enough skill to get there, and it's the PEDs that are helping you stay. Right. <sighs> and and then there's the guys that are in AAA that are close, and then they could take them, and that gets them to the level – and if you start out at a minor, uh, at a major league contract minimum of $585,000 or whatever it is and uh and then next thing you know you have a couple good years 515 508 maybe five, yeah 515 maybe something like that something minimum like that. Wa- minimum wage 508,000 a, a year oh my you know and it, that's an that's incentive, incentive. It's yeah it's an incentive for those guys because if you don't get caught and then you produce for 2 years all of a sudden you're renegotiating your contract and, yeah, and uh, even if it only goes up to one point three million dollars, 
I mean, you, you look know? at you, you you look at you know pitchers that are are trying to come back from all the innings they've thrown and everything. Right. I mean, I don't know. I not everybody's uh, taking them to be a Hall of Famer. I, taking them I, I don't to, know how you. It's hard for me to tell how many people are taking them. You know what I mean? I mean, the the one guy on MLB w- was saying, "Look at all these opposite field home runs." What's up with that? Well, you got some small parks, but at the same time, I'm looking at almost everyone can hit an opposite field mm-hmm. home run now. That Pretty used much. to be a rarity. Yeah, and now everyone, right? Uh, okay. I mean, some I of mean, these guys the are pitchers, big anyway. Yeah, I mean, the I don't know. Are throwing harder, which means the ball's going to go further. I get that. Yeah, there is that, but I, I do agree with you in that aspect that you know, I mean. There's there's more than just a handful of people that have opposite field power. It seems like you know, almost everyone has them now, and and it's sort of like you know, that, which means you can't. Where do you pitch people? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, ball players are bigger. You look at you look at the Cubs. Everybody's six five. Well, when you're six five and you're two thirty and you're an athlete and you work out and you lift weights and everything, you should have opposite field power. Mm-hmm. So I I don't see anything unlegitimate about that. But I mean, Andrew McCutcheon ain't very big. No, right? Some of these guys that are like six feet, one ninety, hitting it to the opposite field kind of makes you wonder. But I don't know. You look at these right, guys with their shirts off, and they're all ripped. They're all ripped. they're all cut. It does make you wonder though, because when you take into an account like an Andrew McCutcheon or even like a a, a Trevor Story that's hitting the ball, and they're talking, but the the torque they're using in their lower bodies, well, most of that torque is going to be towards a, a pull hitters aspect because you have to be able to twist and turn. So how do you torque to the opposite? Inside field? out. Well, it's like an you know, inside out forehand. I mean, you, you yeah, swing a little inside this, out, you let the ball get a little deeper. Okay. I mean, technique will do it too. Now, this story kid, I mean, I know he, you know, Colorado skews all the numbers like home run wise. He strikes out all the time. Mm-hmm. He's swinging in, you know, it's like, He's hitting some fastballs. Eventually, he's not going to see them, right? So, right. Uh, like any other rookie that comes up, you know, first you see if he can hit a fastball, and then they ran into some bad pitching staffs. And so, okay, 11 home runs and 50 strikeouts. You know, if you swing from the heels and, you know, you're you get enough at bats, you're yeah. going to run into a few. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's better than that, right? He, I right. mean, he's he's not you know, a bad player by any means. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, I don't think he's going to hit 70 home runs, which he's on pace to. That. Right. Um, but, yeah, I I agree with you from the opposite field standpoint. It just seems like everybody's got all ballpark power for the most part. Yeah. It's just like, well, you know, I mean, you know, other than, like, an Adam Eaton – well, that or, and, and or, or, every time you say Adam Eaton, I think Adam Ant. He's it, not that small, no. right? And he had, he had like ten homers last year, but he pulled them all. Yeah, he's. I mean, maybe one. You know that he'll. You can you, you can run into uh, one. You know, if it's windy and you're in the right ballpark. You know. I mean, opposite field power in 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 Yankee Stadium is kind of meaningless. Sure, right? I mean, right field is oh, so there's like there's nothing there. Right, right field there, in yeah. right field in Boston at the Pesky Pole was it three twelve? Yeah. I mean, so those aren't the opposite field ones I'm right. talking about. I'm no. talking about upper right, deck left center in field a left center or, from or a right lefty. Center field, yeah. You know, 410, 420, that 
you know, the, the outfielder just takes a couple steps. And Jordy he, Mercer. Stops. Jordy Mercer hit one like 430 a few days ago, the Pirate shortstop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jordy Mercer? Seriously? You look at some guys, and, and you know, when it comes to PEDs, I mean, you, know, you were giving me a hard time about the smell test. And it's like the smell test is basically like, here's a guy that averages seven to nine home runs a year and gets seven in a week. How'd that happen? Okay, that's the smell test. That was the, the thing with Daniel right. Murphy. Like, sure. all of a sudden, this guy's a home run hitter in the playoffs well, in his contract see, year. Okay, whatever. But you you look at, at some, like like Neil Walker is now the second baseman for the Mets. He's never been a home run hitter, and now he's leading the he's league in homers. Okay, well, how'd that happen? Right. Well, I don't know. Did he? How many games against Cincinnati can you play see, a year? Okay, see, but I, I disagree with the, the smell test argument with Daniel Murphy of only a week. The smell test to me is like a Brady Anderson who all of a sudden hits 50 home runs. Oh, well, there were a bunch of guys like that. You know, where, you know, where, where, like, but, I mean, Giovanni Soto. I mean, was like Steve Stone was like saying, well, this kid, you know, never hit homers in the minors. He averaged like three or four or five homers a year, and all of a sudden he's hitting 30, and he comes up as a rookie and mm-hmm. hits 25. He's never hit 25 again. Right. What was that all about? Yeah, I don't know. You tell me. So, you know, the testing is fine, but if you, if you look at performance and – it, it's not that, oh, my God, this Andrew McCutcheon had three homers the other day. He must be juicing. That isn't what we're talking about. But what you're talking about is a pronounced uh, improvement in performance against whatever baseline you've established. That's hard to do with rookies because you don't have a baseline. You can look at what they did in the minors, but it's sure. not comparison. You've got big league pitchers here now. Okay, You've got big league breaking balls, exploding sliders, and all this stuff. You look at some of these guys, and, and you, you're just sort of shaking your head, right? The Cubs aren't even hitting home runs, right? The White Sox, I, I, you, you can get some. They're like not Laurie, Well, they're hitting Lock, a few. I right. mean, you know, but they're coming from the guys you expect to hit home runs. Except for Brett Lowry, well, who's hit three I, in three games. Okay, but, I mean, but, yeah. you know, he's, he's got a good week, but, you know, so he ends up with, what, 20, yeah. 17, right. you know, whatever. Well, Cubs. Frazier's got seven. You're expecting him. Well, to he's going to end up. He's a guy right. that you expect to get 35. Right. You know, it de- you know, depends. I mean, that ballpark. Yeah. He's not going to hit 50. Well, whatever he hit in but. Cincinnati, I would think he could hit because I think those are both hitters' parks. The the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati and the yes. Cell, they're good hitters' parks. Right. The I don't know. You know, in the summertime, with the wind blowing in, how much that affects stuff. At the cell, it affects it a lot at Wrigley. It does. You know, Wrigley turns into a pitcher's park overnight. Yeah. Um. So you, you're kind of looking, and and you know, Deano Navarro. I'm never surprised when that guy hits a homer. He's huge. Yeah. He I reminds agree. me of uh, Henry Blanco. Right. You know, Blanco would like all of a sudden get two, two or three starts in a row, and he'd hit three homers. Hey, I'm finally playing. Plus, you know, for catchers, they're constantly looking at the pitches. Right, right. They're looking at pitches through through the whole game. So I would think most catchers can take advantage of that. I always thought the best guy to do that was uh, Yadi Molina. You know, Yadi Molina. Every year he seems to hit no matter what, and this year he's hitting like three fifty. They've run into some, you know. Again, you know, it's very hard for me. Well, you know, somebody like Yadi or Molina too, though. I mean, it took him about seven years to realize how to hit three hundred. Yeah. 
but well, he was always a great defensive catcher now. Same with Ozzie Smith. I mean, Ozzie mm-hmm. Smith, you know, was basically a 220, 230 hitter, and then all of a sudden he was a 300 hitter. Yeah. You know, you learn the, you learn the pitchers in the league. You you learn how guys are trying to get you out. You you learn what well, you can I mean, do, what not to not swing at. That, right. You know, of course you're going to get better. You should get better. Well, it's the difference between learning how to hit. You know, you take a guy like Mark Reynolds who is going to swing from the shoes regardless. He's going to strike out 200 right. times. He's possibly going to hit 30 home runs a year. Maybe. But he's not going but he's going to hit 250 at best. But you take a guy if like that. like yeah. Anthony Rizzo who is going to hit the ball out of the ballpark just by sheer power, but really he's going to hit for average because he cuts down his swing when he has to. He hits the balls where he's supposed to hit them, where they're pitched. He's an act- he's he's an overall hitter. Yeah. He knows what to do. He's a hitter with power. With he's power. not a power the, hitter. The ball he hit in, in the gap the, uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was doubled. pretty. Yeah. It was just a short stroke. And it one hops the wall. Yeah, he hit it now, almost four hundred feet. If he's gonna, if he's gonna take the the stance of I'm a power hitter and I'm swinging from the shoes, that ball would have gone four hundred and seventy feet if he would have hit it. If he squared it up. But yeah. the potential of him striking out on that pitch is just as great. I mean, he chooses to know how to hit the baseball. Yeah, the I the, and eventually, and you know, you, line drives do go out of the ballpark, especially some of the ballparks we're talking about. And if he elevates that ball at all higher than he did, it probably goes all the ballpark. He's a true hitter, whereas you know these guys that are just going to be yeah know, sluggers yeah. Or, or whatever Where, you call like, them. That's my point about Yadi Erlamili. It took him a while to realize that you know I'm not hitting the ball out of the ballpark. I'm going to hit line drives, left field, right field hit the ball up the middle, and he became a 300 hitter and occasionally runs into one and hits it out of the ballpark. Sure. And that's what made him a great hitter, and that's what makes a lot of these guys eventually become great hitters. That's not steroids or anything else. They're, they're just – they figured it out. They figured it out. They cut the swing down, and, you know, it's going to keep me in the league longer or it's going to make me an all-star or whatever, and that's all I need to do. Yeah, it's uh, funny that that more people don't you know take that approach. I mean, it was, it, it's so funny, the stuff you learn in little league, you know, if you're paying attention. Yeah. The the funniest thing was the uh, the Cubs had this base running thing. It was first and third, and one out, and the runner at first breaks for second. They throw to second base, and now the the guy is caught exactly right. halfway between first and second. And then the runner breaks for home, and and the second baseman throws it away. Cubs get an extra run, and I'm just I was laughing so hard because I was I was trying to tell uh, yeah, but did Jill. you see did you see how the guy threw completely across his body? He didn't set his it feet. Was, oh no, just... it was like so stupid, oh, and God. and I think he was just shocked he that the guy it. yeah, and then the runner slammed on the brakes and like hurt his hamstring. Yeah. So it was just kind of a weird play. But what I was trying to tell Jill was, you know, because, you know, in, in Little League, that was a mandatory visit to the mound if you had first and third because you had to figure out what you were going to do if the guy tried to steal second. Right. Because for Little Leaguers who are nine years old, the catcher throwing it to second and the second baseman catching it and throwing it home generally turned into a disaster. Right. 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 So it's like, well, okay, just are you going to throw it to the pitcher or – a lot of times the shortstop would cover second, but then the second baseman would go between the mound and, and second base to kind of like intercept the throw if he saw the runner going. It got all intricate. Sometimes it'd be like, just throw it to third. Maybe we can get him out that way. I mean, it was just like every game it was like 
I remember one game, I think it was 11, and this was when I could actually throw. It took me a couple of years to, you know, be dangerous throwing. And five visits to the mound, five different strategies. I was so sick of it. And I was like, how about I just throw the guy out at second? Can you do that? I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> you just, you, you, at some at point you get kind of fed up. Yeah. And, and can we play baseball <laughs> now, Mr. Brainiac? <laughs> You know, it was they had Tommy Lestella trying to bunt yesterday, and I'm like, he, he missed it. And I'm like, okay, but I'm like looking at Lestella, and I'm like, I, you could just see it in his face, you see it in his eyes. I'm a hitter. I want to hit. What is this bunt? So I don't. It was weird. Yeah, like, that might have been against uh, Atlanta. Atlanta was bunting and doing stuff. Lackey got. It was so funny. Uh, well, they had. Uh, I was watching the Oakland game last night while I was working. Uh, and um, what's his nut that played for the Cubs and now is on Oakland? Coughlin. Coughlin. So, anyway, Oakland is down one run in the uh, eighth inning. Okay. After hitting a two-run homer to go down one and then uh, about hits a double. Nobody out. Nobody out, runner on second. And, and Coughlin comes up. Squares around a bunt. First two pitches, both huge breaking balls, not even close. Takes him two balls, no strike. So, it's 2-0. and oh. Yeah. Swings at the same pitch and pops it up. I'm like, wh- why would did the manager? Well, you're in a hitter's count did now. Did the manager take the but a, just a sweeping breaking ball? That doesn't mean you swing at it. Hey, I I, I was never too impressed with Chris Coglin's approach to playing baseball. But I and it wasn't agree, just because he was an on Twitter. I don't agree with the the manager taking the bunt off. Uh, you because gotta got well. He you could have squared around, and that ball would have been another ball. It would have been ball three. I mean, keep squaring around until he's going to throw you a pitch to bunt. And now, I mean, you need to tie the game. You're at home, and I couldn't believe it. Then he then was. He uh, it was it a right-handed pitcher? No. So it was a lefty. Yeah. Well, Coughlin should have been bunting the whole way. Coughlin can't hit lefties. That's what I'm saying. No, oh, he he but, he can't hit lefties. But I don't know why the ump or the the manager took the bunt off. Well, you don't know that he did. Well, that's true. You don't know well, that he did. He, would, I, 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 he shouldn't be playing today well, or tomorrow if, if that's the look, case. Look, I mean, you know, Chris Coughlin's a good ball player, but, you know, against lefties, he, he just looks terrible. He, he You know, it's just one of those things. Some guys have a hard time, and they're platoon players because of it, and that's what Coughlin always was. Coughlin, right. you couldn't play him against lefties. We were just finding out what, what Schwarber was against lefties. You know, like he had homered off Kershaw and stuff like that. So it was like, can this guy perform the same against lefties? And you look at the splits and everything, and, you know, it's hard for a rookie because there's so many things that they, you know, they got to learn the league. They got to learn the umps. They got to learn the pitchers, you know. So it takes a while before you can tell if they can hit lefties. Coughlin's been in the league since 09. Right. Pretty much, you know, he can't hit lefties. So if he's in there, he should have been buttoned. So I, you know, I just saw that guy take so many disagreeable swings. But if you put him in the right situation, like a left-handed bat off the bench against a right-handed fastball, mm-hmm. he could park it in the seats, right? If if he's not the kind of guy that you want coming in against a guy like Bronson Arroyo, who throws this like massive breaking ball. That's not the kind of hitter he is, you know, but he can beat 
he can hit speed up until about 96 miles an hour. And then if you get somebody that throws harder than that, he just, you know, can't do it. So, you know, that was the thing with Coglin. Should have laid it down, buddy. Should have. So the uh, in effect, they didn't score and they lost the game. Well, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't think thing. I don't think he's going to be too happy in Oakland. And you know, he's in his walk year. And I, you know, has Oakland offered him anything? I doubt they will. I think he, he's going to be one of these guys that they had. Uh, was it Ken Rosenthal was talking about what name might get moved by the trading deadline? What's the biggest name? And he's like Sonny Gray. Right. If Sonny Gray gets moved, that means that the A's are sellers. Yeah. If the A's are sellers, Coglin's available. You can rent Coglin for right. you know something. I I saw an article today about that, saying basically that, that they didn't think Sonny Gray would be moved because Oakland thinks, being as that they're a five hundred ball club now, they're not necessarily think they're going to win this year, but they have him tied up, Sonny Gray tied up, and they they have a decent pipeline coming in that they think they can be competitive in the next year or two so it'll basically the article was saying it would be interesting to see if they do move Sonny Gray because the thinking right now is that they will be competitive next year and the year after that and and they're going to keep Sonny Gray but I agree with you I mean that's that's only the beginning of May if all of a sudden they have an awful May and a you know a de- you know a mediocre June then, yeah, he might all of a sudden be on the list. Yeah, I mean, when you think about the, you know, Oakland, they're good teams. They've they've had pitching. They've brought up pitchers. Yeah. They brought a up, lot like, of Mulder and Zito all came up together, right. and uh, there was another guy in there. And, you know, you look at the standings, I mean, they're a 500 team. Yeah. They're in it. Everybody who's 500 is in it. I mean, Everybody. The, the White Sox are playing the Red Sox tonight. Uh, the White Sox are eighteen and eight. Boston's fifteen and ten. That's only a two game swing. Yeah, I mean you're looking at like the Yankees at eight and fifteen. Well, it's, it's the same thing you're talking uh, about. Okay, the, Minnesota's the, the eight Cubs are 18. eighteen and six, but you're not resting on your laurels. You know there's, you know, a lot of baseball to be played, and you know it's only four or five games, and anything can happen. So yeah, all these teams that are around five hundred are, you know, thinking they have a chance. You, know, you look at the NL West, and all of a sudden, you know, the Dodgers go on a six-game losing streak, and everybody's 500 in that division, and all of a sudden San Diego's thinking to themselves, well, hell, we could win the division with a 500 record. Well, you know? I don't think you're going to win the division with any well, division no. with a 500 record in the National either, League. But you, I don't, you know, I'll tell you, you know, the, the one division where – I wonder if you could win it with like 85 games is like maybe the AL East because everybody's so bunched together. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I think you're going to have to win at least 90 to win the Central. And I think you're going to have to have at least 90 to win the West. I mean, I don't think the Angels are going to stink all year. Their pitching doesn't impress me much. Seattle's actually improved. They're, they're right. You know, they made a lot Seattle's of moves. Looking... They made a lot of moves. In the offseason. If if they if those guys could hit when King King Felix is on the mound, that guy, I mean I know. It's he, sad. He's Quintana has always been, you know, Mr. No Decision, but I mean really, Felix is by far one of the top five pitchers in the major leagues and he had to throw he had to throw I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the one nothing sh- uh, shutout he pitched? No. It was Friday night. You gotta stay up pretty late for that. Yeah. 
Well, I was at work, so. All right. It's Friday night, and I was on Seattle. So it's really <laughs> um, But anyway, it's one nothing. He, they're keeping him in there. It's the bottom of the, the top of the ninth because they're at home. There's a guy on base, and he he gives up. It was against Kansas City, and I think it was Salvador Perez. Hits an absolute bullet to center field. The center fielder catches the ball and face plants himself into the wall nice. as he catches the ball. Did and he hold on to it? Yeah, and that's how that's how he has to win a ball game. Well, yeah, it was it was just like it was see ridiculous. I don't. They don't have a closer. I, I mean, it's, it isn't. See, look, I mean. When I grew up, it was pretty easy to tell when you were going to make you were going to pull a starter who had a lead, right? If you were in the seventh inning or you were in the eighth inning and you were a starter, there was no way on earth you were going to get the loss, right? Right? It's a one nothing sure. game. So the minute there's a guy on base, you're going to the bullpen because he's not going to get the loss for right. this game. No Nobody thinks that. like that anymore, right? You know, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, they pulled Arietta after five innings and he lost his consecutive quality start thing that was like the longest since Bob Gibson. Yeah. They did this thing on Arietta. His last 25 games, uh, regular season games, like his ERA is like the lowest in history, and they compared it to the best 25-game stretch of like Nolan Ryan and Tom Seaver and all these guys. I mean, it's like so off the charts. And uh, I think uh, he didn't give up a run tonight nope. in Pittsburgh. No, it looks like the Cubs are up in the late innings. Yeah. What are the White Sox doing? They're up 2 nothing. Who's pitching for boss? Oh, the knuckleballer. The knuckleballer. They get a home run off somebody? Uh, no, not yet. Well, that's good. If you can score runs without home runs, that's much better for you guys. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? I mean, they're going to get the Frazier and Abreu and, and Cabrera will get a few. I mean, you'll get your home runs, but you need everybody to like yes. get base hits. Right. And if you could do that with your pitching staff, I and think, I think that's, uh, that's you could sustain I, it. I think they actually that's kind of how they have molded the ball club away from the power hitting and we're going to hit lead the league in home runs because that didn't work. They tried it. it never does like yeah. when they went got Adam Dunn yeah. and all that. Like we're going to be didn't work. Yeah, and, you know right. I mean yes they they brought in Frazier to add more power, but in effect last year they tried they started it with bringing. Cabrera and um, yeah. Roche and these guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark, but it's really more on-base guys and hitting the ball for average. So then LaRoche didn't work out. He couldn't hit out of a wet paper bag. Uh, Cabrera had a bad first half last year, but hit well le- in the second half. He's hitting well now and not hitting – he's hit a couple home runs, but, you know, he's hitting line drives. And then you bring in a, a Lowry who not necessarily a home run hitter, but is going to hit the ball. Um, well, he's a solid pro right. second baseman, right? I mean, his OPS is is kind of subpar, which is why Oakland was probably willing to let go of him. But, you know, he does contribute. You, you've said he's played really good defense. Right. And defense counts, too. They were asking somebody, I can't remember who it was, would you rather make a rob a guy of a home run or hit one? And I was like, I think I was watching Major League Baseball Network, and I'm like, that's a really great question. Because nobody used to talk like this now, but especially you got all these kind of low fences and stuff. Mm-hmm. People like these dramatic catches. Uh, I like them too. Uh, but the notion somehow that one is now equal, 
Right. Like if I catch the ball that's over the fence, that's just as good as me hitting a home run. That's kind of new thinking. That I sure. I don't know. Well, it used to be back in the day. You know, there's there was you know it'd be like okay, would you rather have nine Mark Graces or nine Sammy Sosas? Well, I'd rather have I'd nine, rather have the nine, nine Mark Graces. Races. You'll score way more runs. You're, well, not only that, you're going to defend and stop way more runs. I mean, he was know, an. I, I don't think he was a gold glover, but he was good. He was pretty close. He, he, was, he uh, was pretty He saved a lot of runs uh, at first base. I, I okay. wish you wouldn't have brought him up. But He's well, a sore spot with me. But take any, okay, take any, take Rizzo. Yeah. You know, would you rather have nine Rizzos that he might hit 30 home runs this year? He might hit 40. But well, he really, hit 30 last but year. But really, I mean, he's going to save a lot of runs. Or would you rather have, you know. Um, Matt a, Reynolds. A Mark, a Mark Trumbo, nine Mark Trumbos. Oh, well, I'll take the Rizzos. You know, right. I bought a box. You know, if you're going to take, or a Chris Davis, that say he hits 50 home runs, would you rather have nine guys that are hitting 50 home runs but aren't going to save you 50 runs? He's not that bad at defense, yeah. but, you know, he's going to hit but 220. The point being is, yeah, right. Is you, from what, what you're saying is, is as a almost, run producer, it's almost better to save a home run. The, the hitting the home runs. It should be equal. Yeah, the hitting the home runs is great. Everybody has a good time when you get back to the dugout, but the saving the home runs seems to amplify the whole momentum. You know, not only, you know, I mean, think about it. You know, you could be, you know, go back to uh, Mark Burley's no-hitter. I mean. Oh, yeah, the catch. uh, Was it Diazza? Who made that catch? um, Because he was, like, kind of out of baseball, like, the next year. Yeah, it wasn't Diaz. It, it was, wasn't uh, Diaz. No, no. I but right. You know, the saving the home runs is a is a completely different momentum. You could hit home runs and be down ten to two, but say you save home runs, and it just you know it just like boosts the whole ball club. And next thing you know, uh, it's it it is even. Yeah, there's something to. You know, playing defense, and, and, you know, I'm thinking of some of these teams, like, from a while ago that played spectacular defense. You, you remember uh, Viscell with Cleveland. Yeah. As good as Cleveland hit the ball, watching that guy play short was worth the price of a ticket. Sure, because absolutely. Because he, he, he would be like – it would be like amazing plays he would make. I was – I hate the Cardinals, but, you know, let's face it, Ozzie Smith was really good. Right. As a shortstop on that carpet and everything. And now they're talking about Lindor, uh, the the rookie with Cleveland, and I don't know. I, I don't know. Cleveland seems to be doing it with mirrors. I mean, I don't know how they score enough runs with that lineup. Well, they're two but, games below five hundred now. They're not doing very well. Oh well, they were doing better yeah. last I looked. They just they went in. They've lost like six out of the last seven games by one run. By one run. Yeah. It's, wow. <laughs> and then and Michael Brantley's not back yet. Right. And then somebody I thought got hurt for them. Like they lost a hitter or something. I don't uh, American League. Well, you're looking at the standings here. You know, you're two up in the loss column on Detroit, four up on Kansas City after a month. That's got to be way better than you expected. Well, of course. Um, you're looking at the uh, some of these other leagues. I mean, I'm, I'm looking to see where the wild card's going to come from. And right now, who knows? You know, Detroit's 14 and 10. Baltimore's 14 and 10. And you just, well, you split with them. Seattle's 14 and 11. Right. They're I mean, run. you know, you, but I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight teams in the uh, American League are under 500 already. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, and, and a lot of teams are like right at 500. And, so there's and not, the popular pick to go to the World Series yeah. is the worst record in baseball. Yeah, I Houston. mean, you're looking at. I don't know how could Houston be a seller by by the middle of the uh, by the middle of the summer based on the way they finished and all the so-called experts picking them to win it all. Right. They're 10 games under 500, and they've lost. The only team with more losses than them is Atlanta, and Atlanta's not very good. No. They're uh, well, uh, did I forget mess. Milwaukee? Milwaukee's pretty bad. No, they only lost Mil- 15. Yeah. I mean, Milwaukee's, Milwaukee and Cincinnati are winning games way, f- way more frequently than anyone expected. And – you know, with all these teams that are supposedly rebuilding and tanking, I mean, I don't see a whole lot of separation. I think, you know, the Mets and, and Washington and the Cubs have so far proven That's, that yeah, they're the class they're of the, the National elite. League. Right. But outside of the White Sox, I, mean, I guess you could say the Red Sox because they're 15 and 10. But yeah. 15 and 10 is, isn't that great. You guys are way better at 18 and 8. I don't see anybody really close to you. As long as you can handle the Tigers and the Royals. I, right. I, I you, you know, the Royals, well, I mean, that's, your pitching is better than the Royals. Is your pitching better than the Tigers? That's what it's really going to come down to, right? Well, right now, well, other than, I mean, Zimmerman, I mean, well, really, I don't know who you know. You, well, you're going to have, look at it this way. You're going to have Sale and Quintana go up against Zimmerman and Verlander. Yeah. And Verlander got rocked tonight. Yeah. It's really, and then depending on if Cleveland can start hitting the ball, because really they have. Yeah, you look at Cleveland. Uh, a pitching uh, staff. Uh, uh, a starting pitching staff. I don't know. I don't really know their with, uh, very well. Well, and I don't know what to make of Kluber, but they have Salazar. Right. And I, I really like Salazar. Right. And, and they got another guy. They, yeah, they have one of the. The guy who got hurt. The guy that's. Um, or Salazar got hurt. They got another young guy that's pretty good. Uh, Carrasco. Yes, that's yeah. it. Right. So, okay, you, you three-game series against Kluber, Carrasco, and Salazar, that's a that's a big ask right. against anybody. Um, I think you could put Sale, Quintana, and your third. Which is Rodon right now. Well, but right now it isn't. Right now it's, it's Latos, Latos. Right. But I don't think by the end of the, by year, the, end of the year it's I'm not going to be Latos. It's going to be those three guys, Rodon and, and Quintana and Sale. If if your third pitcher is Latos by the end of the season, uh, do you do you win a playoff series? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it, it's one of those if if Latos keeps the numbers up where they are now. And Rodon kind of pitches the way he is now, which is kind of like he's looking like a 500 pitcher right now. Yeah. He walks too many guys, and, and until he gets his command, he's probably going to struggle some. Depend, you know, And then who knows how many runs you're going to score. True. Right? That's still pretty good. If, if, if it's the Latos that nobody wanted from the last three or four years, if that guy starts pitching for you, now your sustainability argument is 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 diminished. See what I'm saying? So sure. it's the same. It's the same with the Cubs, where their third right now is Lackey. Can is he going to be good in September after pitching 200 innings? Right. You know that's that's the question and he's I, really I have. Not that good right now. Uh, he's had he's had a couple of good games, and he, he's had yeah. some games where you well, know ZRA is like in the fives. Yeah. Well, he's you know they leave him in there. Yeah. You know, and and you know he's getting his innings in, but they score for him, right? And a lot. 
But the the thing with Lackey is he's starting to remind me a little bit of Dennis Eckersley, where Dennis Eckersley would pitch two or three perfect innings and then get killed. That's when they, you know, started thinking, well, let's, I think it was LaRusse's idea, let's make him a reliever. Right. Right. Where, okay, two innings saved, no problem. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think Lackey's going to be a reliever. I mean, the guy's 37. I'm just saying that, like, he may need – he may not be able to go deep in a playoff game, but he may give you five shutout innings. You know, that I don't know. Latos in the playoffs? No. Rodon I, I mean, in the playoffs? Well, I mean, you, know, you, Do you, you know, I was saying earlier, if you brought up Fulmer, maybe you wouldn't need to add a pitcher. Going, maybe you need to get one. You're going, you know, so far ahead, but if – well, you got to plan ahead. If you're going to plan, if you're going to, Rondon might be looking like a 500 pitcher, but a couple of the games that, other than the debacle that he had against the Angels, where he didn't even get out of the first inning, he's lost two games and he's given up two runs. Yeah. So if you look at it from that aspect, if he's always going to keep your team in the ball game, then he is a quality number three guy, and he can win ball games. If you know, you know, you got you can't just. Go. He's yeah. going to be the three guy against the three guy, so you're right. you're hoping that you're going to be able to hit their three guy. Well, okay, Cleveland's you know. three guy's pretty good. Yes. Detroit's three guy is pretty good. Right, this is Annabelle Sanchez, yeah. their number three. Right, and then he's who, okay. And right. then who are the Royals got Ven Ventura? Right, but they. The, it, do they even go three deep? Yeah, I mean, not really. That's, their starters have never impressed anybody. All the cybermetrics. Yeah, guys said seventy nine wins. We're picking them yeah. to win seventy five games or whatever because their their starting pitching isn't that good, and they weren't going to get to that bullpen. And then they lost uh, Holland for the year. And right. even though Davis is doing is just as good as a closer, but well, it's one less one less quality arm right, in your bullpen. One less so. inning and all that stuff. So they still have Herrera and, <laughs> but. Their their starting pitching wasn't going to get him uh, Volquez, right? Edison Volquez, you know. Um, so and then yeah, what? I, Chris Young. Right. I mean, Chris Young. He's thirty seven years old, and in yeah, he had a great run at the end of the year last year. But really, is he's never put up consistent major league stats, you know, over the years. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, forget about the Yankees. Boston. <laughs> well, Boston went and got David Price. He was the other big right guy to supposedly so their number three is going to be and they have Porcello and Porcello's uh, been pitching and, and good Buckholz. they got Buckholz right I mean I'm, that's I'm not wild about that I mean you, you, who's behind uh uh King Felix is like no uh Wade Miley yeah who just pitched his first career shutout well a couple uh, games ago I, w- I was kind of surprised that right. that Boston moved him he he seemed to be like a kind of glue guy in your rotation. Right. I was I was kind of surprised by that. And they have uh, Tejon Walker, right? Oh, and they got yeah. Iwa Kuma. Yeah, I right. Mean, they have a decent pitching staff, but they don't have a great bullpen. Well, uh, you can't win without a bullpen, right? If 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 you don't think well, and you know they're leaving Felix in there with a guy on base in the ninth. I mean, yeah, they they, they know they don't have a bullpen, right? But there'll be guys that they can add, like Ken Giles is going to be out of Houston. If uh, right. he, he's he's been terrible and the team's losing. I mean, you don't need guys like that around. I'm not wild about Gregerson, but you could probably get him. I mean, there'll be bullpen guys. I don't, not from the Reds, but 
<laughs> you know, you, well, I, I mean, you know, I'm looking at no, these guys. Uh, the Cubs, the Cubs, Reds games were hilarious because the Cubs were just like he couldn't even rest a starter because you know no, some of them, matter. yeah, well, some of them, you know, they were like, oh, this is batting practice. I mean, these guys were throwing nothing, but it's funny. Sometimes you throw nothing, and the guy hits it to the shortstop. Right. Or the guy hits it right in the first baseman's glove. Or it's a line drive, you know, dead center to the center fielder. Right. I mean, the Cubs have had closers that talk about pitching to contact. I mean, Kevin Gregg, Joe Borowski, some of these guys ended up with 40 saves. And I'm like, I'm just amazed, you know. They'll still have seven or eight blown saves, but they'll get 40. Yeah. Well, because they throw strikes and they make you get a hit. Mm -hmm. Right. They're not going to walk you. So you still Fernando have to get Ryan a hit. Ryan got a save last night. I'm like, I, you know, I. Anytime San Diego wins a game, I shake my head and I'm like, what is with that team? I mean, because you look at some of the guys on their team and you're like, they're they're not bad players. They're just a bad team. Yeah. Like Matt Kemp, talk about the lost man. When did you ever see an MVP fall out of favor so far? Right. As, as a Matt yeah. Kemp, I I, I just. You know, I'm kind of astounded, but you, you, every team's got these guys that can actually play, even though the team's supposed to be cruddy. I mean, look at Ryan Braun. He's hitting like 320, 330. Yeah. And admittedly, we all hate him in Chicago. And, you know, he's, you know, a PED guy and a jerk. So we boo him. But you need a bat. Right. The White Sox need a bat. And I'll tell you, Ryan Braun, as your DH. That would be I uh don't I, tell me that doesn't make you better. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not a Ryan Braun fan either, but it's the it's the concept of when he's on your team. Yeah. And I would not complain if if we get a a 280-300 Ryan Braun that can hit the ball out of the ballpark. He could hit 50 homers clean. Yeah, that's in in that ballpark. And let me tell you, you Milwaukee would love to move him. He's going to, you know, he's he gets paid. Yeah. But you save thirteen million uh, with, with LaRoche retiring. Right. I, I assume the White Sox are talking to Milwaukee about Ryan Braun. Milwaukee would probably trade him tomorrow because they probably figure his uh, value is never going to be higher. No, not the way he's hitting the ball right now. Right? Yeah, I um, agree. The, the other guys that you know, you probably don't want to pay two hundred million for Joey Votto. You, you know, right. I mean, I'm I'm sure he would want to get out of uh, out of Cincinnati. Uh, the but we don't need a first base Colorado man. guys. I mean, I'm looking at Colorado. But I, see, that would they know, have no pitching at we all. We don't need a first baseman, so I I wouldn't go for Votto. I would, but you know, a Ryan Braun, where you could DH and plug and, into and the outfield, plug him into the outfield. He could play right field too. Yeah. I mean, you know, he gives you. Yeah, you, I agree with you. He I'm gives a, you a stick. I'm not a yeah. fan of the guy, but no. if he was on my team, I would. I would be a fan. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at you're, you're looking at who's who the likely sellers are going to be. I mean, Milwaukee's right at the top of the list. You know, again, you know, switching leagues and everything. I mean, that's one thing that's maybe helping Matt Latos too. Is you know, he's pitching to people that haven't seen him much. But San Diego's got Matt Kemp. He's expensive. I'm sure that they would move him. Uh, Jay Bruce. There was a lot of White Sox Jay Bruce talk, yeah. and I was like, I don't know that that's really all that exciting. The Ryan Braun thing. Was really that makes the most sense? Really. Well, yeah. I mean, I I don't see anybody in Atlanta that you could get. I don't see any. You, you know, Atlanta, I mean, they've hit five home runs as a team. Yeah, I mean, they're they're 
unbelievably bad. Yeah. And and then uh the Phillies are fifteen and eleven somehow. Yeah. Uh, they got some young arms that are that well, are they kicking got, they in. Got some but young talent that they're I don't, not getting rid of. I mean, but I don't, they don't see have any, they don't have any veteran talent that you want. That you Ryan need. Howard. Nah, I, no. he's probably over the no, over the hill. You think? Because he's he's gettable. I'm sure. looking at losing teams to right. see who's gettable. I don't know who you'd want from Houston. Evan Gaddis. I mean, I don't know. No, you well, got to get I a mean, stick from you know somebody. I mean, I, mean I, I look at Oakland, and if Oakland's gonna be sellers, I don't know who you'd want off that team. Coco Crisp, no. Vote. Left-handed power bat. I, I mean, it, it could be – I don't know what to make of Tampa. Tampa's got young arms. Yeah. But they don't really have position players that, you know, like – Seth Smith? I mean – Is he putting you over the top? No. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, I mean, you're not going to take Longoria – I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's see what happens to Toronto. They've got Stroman, and they've got. Uh, the only thing about Tor- Toronto is if if they they got guys in walk years. Yeah, if, if, you know they if, got Joey Bats and Edwin Encarnacion. About paying Joey Bats and Encarnacion. No, they may let them go. Right, they're in they their to, middle thirties. Right, they have to worry about paying them, and they're they're you know they haven't given them the, their extensions yet. Yeah, and so and they may not. Right. You know, if they're if they're fifteen games under five hundred with these guys, they're not keeping them. Over, over, uh, would you, B- Batista? Is he DHing now or is he playing first? He's kind of both, right? I think he's kind of both. I don't ah. know for sure. I haven't seen enough. of Maybe. Him, well, and then the Yankees. Yeah, I don't know who you'd want. You know, I, I I'm sure they'd like to offload some of this like veteran talent, but I, no, I don't know that anybody's in their walk here. They're all long term, yeah. like. Uh, and who wants to pay albatross contract? I mean, basically, it would have to. They're be, stuck with them. It would have to be we cover their contract. You can have them. What about A Rod? I don't want A Rod. He's a bat. You need a bat. He's got what a bat. bat. Yeah, well, he's a DH. A bat. You need a DH, right? I, I, I mean, everybody's got. I a went bat. to the forest the other day and I looked but, at the DH tree and it okay, was bare. Listen, I'm you know, you need a DH. Seriously, if 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 you have an option of or a rod or Ryan Braun, and you have to give up a little more for Ryan Braun, yeah. As opposed to a rod, well, you have to pay Ryan Braun for the next. Right. Ryan Braun is going to be around for a while, right? Right. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up right now, but I mean, Ryan Braun has got a long-term, expensive deal. Mm-hmm. So if you get Ryan Braun, you got him for next year, and you got him for the year after. If you get a rod, you know he's a free One agent at done. the end of the right. year. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't know that he would even want to be out of New York because he's got some sort of incentives for breaking milestones in a Yankee uniform. I don't know if they decided not to pay those or okay. what the deal was, yeah. but that was part of his last extension. It was, like, bizarre. And then Minnesota. Minnesota uh, then, got or, anybody? Well, or uh, Anaheim. I mean, if they're, they're going to – I mean – Well, I don't know. Anaheim doesn't have enough hitting now. Who are you going to get? Right. Pooh holds. You want to pay Pooh holds two hundred fifty million well, to stink for seven it all years? Depends. It, well, I mean, these guys want to unload yeah. these guys, but they're going to have to pay part of their contract too. Yeah. So. Well, okay. Yeah. Sure. If we'll take Pooh holds, if you pay him, isn't going to fly with Anaheim, right? You know, if they're going to pay him, they may as well have him out there. He's supposed to be selling tickets too. I mean, right. that's a team that I, I really, you know, I look at the American League and I expect them to be better. 
Josh Hamilton. Maybe you can get him. I mean, he's not healthy. Yeah. You know, I don't know what – because Anaheim's paying his contract. I think you're better off – I think, like, where you started, you're better off looking at the uh, – at, uh, the, the National League, like we've talked before, the National League teams, there's going to be more sellers in the National League early than in the American League. I don't you know, know. I wonder if you could get like Marcelo Zuna from my from Miami if Miami starts going downhill because right. he's he's a little bit like Abiseo Garcia. You know, his exit velocities are awesome. He smashes the ball, but they're not getting any production from him. If if you could. I, if you could offer something, I don't know what you would give up. See, I don't know what the I don't know what you guys have. You can't give up any any pitching that's on your major league roster now, right? I don't know, and you're definitely not, not giving, giving up, up Fulmer. No. So unless you've got some pretty talented minor leaguers, then I don't know what these guys would take for somebody like Ozuna. For Ryan Braun, you're doing him a favor. Yeah. You know, they don't want to pay him. He doesn't want to be there. I don't, you know, and the, all that's like kind of started in the last couple of days because he's playing so well. There's a bunch of teams that he, he supposedly said when he signed his contract, he could say no to, but why would you want to play in Milwaukee? Right. I mean, that's the other guy. Maybe you get Lucroy. Maybe that's the guy you need. You get Jonathan Lucroy who can catch in DH. Now your catching problem is solved. And you have room to add another bat. Right. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you need to go get Lucroy from Milwaukee. Maybe that's the move. And get for prospects. You gave up three prospects for Frazier. That's you must have a few that's more. That's an interesting concept. I you know, it I I don't know how a team would think, you know, they go in the offseason, they sign two catchers. And do you just automatically go out and get a Lucroy and say, okay, you guys? No, you trade. Part of the deal or, yeah, is you give them, give them Avila or Avila. One I, I like Navarro as a backup. Yeah, I like these big backup catchers. Yeah, I mean, if they'll take Avila and you know, you could get Lacroix for with well, some it'll be Avila plus whatever. Yeah, you know. the prospect price for Lucroix is probably more than Braun. Sure, because Braun's got like kind of a, a prohibitive contract. Right. Cubs won seven one. Yes, they did. Uh, Cahill gave up a run in the eighth, so they got shutout innings out of Arietta. So he's six and zero. His ERA is lower than one because it was one going in. Right. <clears throat> Pitcher of the month three times in a row for the first time ever in the National League. Obviously, you know when Walter Johnson was pitching, they didn't have the uh, pitcher of the <laughs> month, but yeah. Um, pretty uh, pretty good stuff from Jake, apparently. I forgot the DVR of the game. I hope uh, if it's on Comcast, maybe they'll replay it and I can watch it later. They were on ESPN, so it was on Comcast. So it was on Comcast? Oh, good. So. Well, maybe they'll redo Wait, it. Hold on. No, that was yesterday. No. Yeah, I don't know who had yesterday. it. Actually, no. Today it was on MLB Network, which means yeah. it'll be on some other channel, right. but it'll probably be like Channel 50. Or something. It could I don't be know on Comcast because it. it was on Comcast yesterday because ESPN. If I turned it on before I went to work last night, and uh, ESPN hadn't started the game at six o'clock, but it was on Comcast, so you couldn't watch it on ESPN. Are you at all annoyed as I am about how it is in Chicago, where every day you have to go hunt to find out which of eight channels yeah. is showing the game? 
It's ridiculous. Well, I, I mean, some channels, I swear to God, it, it's a mess. Some channels do a post-game and a pre-game. Right. Some do no pre-game. Some do a five-minute pre-game. Some do no post-game. It's, some do some post-game. It's going to be easier now because there's no Blackhawks anymore. But they're, you know, when the Blackhawks are playing, then all of a sudden you know, it's the playoffs. So either one of our teams are on Comcast Plus or they're on right. the U or they're somewhere. Now it's going to be easier. Basically, it's going to be three channels, well, four. It's going to be WGN, Comcast, maybe Comcast Plus, and maybe the U. The U has a few games for the White Sox, but other than that. The, uh, Channel 7 has Cub games, too. Oh, they do. That's right. Yeah, so it's ABC, yeah. it's WGN, it's Comcast, uh, ESPN if it's a Sunday night, and then you know some of the games that are blacked out if they're like on MLB or something, then they show up on WCIU or WPWR right. or something. Yeah. But it's like... I want to. They they're I, like, oh, we're gonna we we've got Joe Madden's press conference. They have the camera on them for thirty seconds, and then they cut away to guys in the studio. And I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, but or or just when you get home and you know the game's starting and you actually have to channel server, you just assume it's going to be on Comcast or WG, and it's not. And you're like, well, where's the game? It takes five minutes to channel surf to find out what game it's on. What it's so it's on. annoying. And then yeah. so you know. The the coverage is so spotty, and it's killing some of my enjoyment. And I don't want to really have to run to Twitter for it. You know, but I'm finding out stuff on Twitter faster than I'm getting it from the MLB website or the Cubs website or ESPN or stuff like this. I mean, Twitter's news is so quick. Like, I found out, and, and there's places to check. And, and basically, for transactions, like, remember I texted you that – Johnny Denks got DFA'd. Mm-hmm. You go to rotoworld.com, and I have a bookmark for the transactions page, and you just go check it every hour. But that's a pain, you know? But there are people on Twitter that do that for fun. So you, right. you get the news real quick on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, so you're thinking Ryan Braun. I'm thinking, like, maybe Lucroy is the move. I like either one. I think Lucroy helps you catch. Yeah. And I think you need help catching. I don't. I, I don't know that how wild you are about Avila. I mean, you're 18 and eight. Things are not that dire, right? Um, and everybody's pitching I, really I well. I agree with you that we need a bat. Um, I would. Cleveland beat Detroit seven to three. I would think with the with the cost, I would go for Ryan Braun over Lucroy. Well, he Ryan Braun is going to cost you more money, but less. Prospects, right? But is is Braun in his walk year? No, okay. No, you're gonna have Braun for a while. Oh, okay. You're gonna have to live with him. I mean, he's he's moving in with his luggage and yeah. and whatever baggage he may have. He's he's there, and I don't I don't know where else. I, I heard he lives in L.A. or he lives in Southern California, so he's good with going to all like Southern California teams. But I don't know that the Dodgers want him. If I was the Dodgers, I don't think I would want them. I don't think San Francisco wants them. San Diego, they're well, sellers. They they're not buyers. Anybody. I don't right. know that Arizona. I don't know that Arizona wants them. But they lost AJ Pollock, and and I don't know what they could even give up to get them. Right. But they're paying Zach Greinke. Greinke's coming around. Shelby Miller's not going to pitch like garbage all year. And this Corbin guy's decent. They need more hitting. Yeah. I mean, so you know, Colorado. I I still can't believe. 
They had a guy pitch good against us. We lost two out of three at home to Colorado, and he I was pitched, like, uh, man. I, 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 I was on him the other day, um, the guy that pitched really good. Uh, Chatham or yeah, Chatham when Cheatham. They won, he, beat, yeah. he beat you guys 2 nothing. Yeah. He pitched a great game the other day, too. Was he in Colorado or was uh, he on the road? I think it was at Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. But he held them to nothing. So yeah, he, I mean Arizona well. Arizona's in trouble with their uh with their lineup. I I mean that might be a place that that I don't know if Ryan Braun would say yes to it, but I'll bet you they're looking. They'll kick the tires yeah. on that one. Right. Um East Coast teams I don't see I like the Mets. I don't, I don't like to see the Mets going after them. I can't see the Nationals going after them. They have plenty of outfielders. Who else is is buying? You know, I mean, the market isn't going to be that many teams for right. Ryan Braun. Right. So, yeah, we'll uh, see. maybe the Red Sox. We'll see what happens. Who plays right field in for the Red Sox? So they got uh, Bradley Jr. and Mookie Betts, and uh, yeah, the, those guys are good. They're yeah. young. Yeah. I well, DH. Well, they have Ortiz. DH. Yeah, but he's gone. He's retiring. Right. So if you're going to get Ryan Braun, you get him now. Right, and you stick them in right field platoon, give Poppy a few days off. I yeah. mean, you know, Boston's got loads of money, and they're going to have to do something to get separation and to score as many runs as Baltimore, especially right. when their pitching staff's a little shaky. I mean, do you really think Rick Porcello's turned it around? No. Guy's disappointed everybody for, what, five years? Yeah, pretty much. So I, I, I can't really see that. It'll be interesting because it's only May. Remember, the Cubs got Sutcliffe in May. Right. They made that big deal with Cleveland in 84, and, and it wasn't just Sutcliffe. They also brought in Eckersley. They did it all at once. Sent Joe Carter well, away. Actually, and, the trend, too, has been is getting guys in the beginning of July and not waiting till the uh, July 31st, well, which is now August 1st. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're going to make a move for something like that, why not have him impact the whole season? Right. Why just have him impact the second half? I right. mean, you know, some of these, you know, teams are – Two weeks from now, you could l- literally look at a couple of teams and say, "There's no way." Right. If if Houston is 15 games out of first in two weeks, yeah. If they're 15 games under, they 500, could bl- they could they blow it up. Ten games under 500 now. If they're 15 yeah. games under 500, yeah, by they the go, end of yeah, May, yeah. If they go five and ten over the next two weeks, and all they're right. doing is digging a deeper hole, they are in a division tonight, where. Are they? Yeah. I see the Sox are winning 2-1 in the bottom of the yeah. six. So combined six hits in the game. And who pitched for you? Quintana. Uh, I'm t- he's having the he's, best year ever yeah. for him. He, That was the one guy I was kind of thinking, if we were going to do a deal with the Cubs and the Sox, that's the guy I wanted. I didn't want Sale. I wanted Quintana. Well, sure. Well, Sale was going to be too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm Lord saying. Lord knows yeah. what the what they would have right. asked. Yeah, it would have been from, a non-starter. From that ask, they weren't going to trade sale anyway. But yeah, if 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 there was a deal to be made, then yeah, I mean, you you know, Quintana by far. I mean, he's just it. It's just it's so weird because he's he doesn't have the wins, and his ERA is was decent but it was always around the threes and but he doesn't get the wins and but he's always keeping your team in in the ball game and it was like he's never getting accolades for it because he will he would 
the last couple of years, he would still throw out that buster and throw out, you know, I mean, he would go like four, four games in a row where he would give up one or two runs and not get the win, and then he would give up seven. But he hasn't done that yet this year. Well, I mean, you know, everybody, every pitcher except, I guess, Jake Arrieta is going to have these starts where sure. they get knocked around. Right. It stands to reason. I mean, the elite pitchers in the league are the guys that can minimize that when they don't have their A stuff. And right. when they have their A stuff, they just dominate. Right. There aren't too many pitchers right now that I'm looking at that are dominating. Sale's been dominating. Quintana's been dominating. Like, you look at a guy like David Price or Zach Greinke, Kershaw's been dominating. Right. But, you know, Madison Baumgartner hasn't. Price hasn't. Uh, Zimmerman. Zimmerman has. Has, but, you know, I if you look at his history, I mean, right. Zimmerman may be more a matter of, like, hitters in the league don't right. know him than it is. I, and there's interleague play and everything, but not a lot of it. You know what I mean? So it's not like everybody knows the other league's pitchers so well. So... That may be the same thing I said with Latos. I mean, it, you may see a drop-off from those guys. That's going to be way more likely than Kershaw. Exactly. Right? right. So you, you look at who's got the dominating pitchers, who's got, you, you know, I mean, if you end up in a wild card and you've got Chris Sale on the mound, you got to feel like you could beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Right? But there aren't too many Chris Sales around. Quintana, as a as a 3-4 or 5-starter, Quintana's got to be one of the best guys in the league. As a two-starter, yeah, against most teams probably, right? I, I don't know what well, his record is the, against Toronto. The way he's, te- he's, you know, stepped up his game this year. He is the number two guy. Yeah, the thing is 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 that, you know, some of your competition has, has good right-handed hitting, right? So the uh, uh, Tigers – with mm-hmm. Cabrera as a right-hander and um, Toronto with all the right-handed hitting they have. They got Donaldson and Joey Bats and Tulowitzki. Is Incarnacion, I, I think, just, is right-handed uh, too. He just shut down Toronto. Did he? Quintana did. And then the other thing it. is, you know, it's early. You know, I we said this in, like, the first podcast we did this year. You know, the pitchers, all the pitchers are better in April – than they are in right. July, right? So even like some of these like marginal starters that you don't really expect that much from can pitch well. But I'm looking at some of these scores. The Dodgers got ten runs on Tampa. Tampa's you know, well, Miami's. The Dodgers haven't been able to hit anything, and Tampa's actually got a good pitching staff. But they yeah. Them so up it's today. one of those weird nights. Baltimore yeah. beat the Yankees four to one. I, the Yankees are a mess. Yeah, Severino pitched for the Yankees today, and he's he's just a mess right now. Well, four runs to Baltimore right. is like you know you're in the game. Yeah, if you could they score, can't hit. yeah, they're terrible. Wow, they're just terrible at the, at the plate. I oh. mean, it's it's and and they got Cashman in the media saying stuff, and it's like, dude, look in the mirror. You put this team together, right? You traded Adam Warren, who hasn't given up a run yet, for Starlin Castro, and he's like your best hitter. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do with all these other guys? You got Beltran, Teixeira, you got Brett Gardner, uh, Ellsbury. Yep. How on earth did you give Ellsbury that much money? I couldn't believe that contract. I, I know it's New York and they got loads of cash, but my gosh. Do you have anything else before uh, we wrap this up? You want to uh, say about your, your beloved White Sox? No, I think we've said it all. 
Okay. We're going to post a, a Cubs uh, podcast probably tomorrow sometime. But you're listening to the Back Row Boys. I got it right this time. Hutch and Steve. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, and we will be uh, – Hold on. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.